0: welcome to the entrepreneur playbook podcast i am your host chris wright and this is your place to get strategies for success in business and in life now let's get straight into the show today we are talking all about growing your business when you're self-employed working on your own or even solopreneur i've heard that term thrown around quite a bit recently and you'll be able to get all of today's show notes, the resources, and the links that we talk about over at level10living.co.uk forward slash 56, that's five, six. So I know a lot of people who listen to this show are solopreneurs, they are self-employed. Um, the, the people that have, you know, left their, perhaps left their job and they're now doing the thing that they love and doing it for themselves, which is awesome. They own the business, they run it often all on their own. And the only problem, the only problem with being self-employed, especially in a service industry, is that you only get paid when you work. Now, and, then what, and this is what we're going to be talking about all about today, because this is a big issue for me, because, you know, one of the things I hear people talk about when they launch their own business, the reason they go self-employed is that idea of freedom, right? Not necessarily not working, like it's not necessarily the whole sipping pina coladas on the beach type thing, Right? but they want to be able to go away they left their jobs so they could go away when they wanted so they c- could control their diary so that they could you know spend time with the kids be financially free well if you think about it going self employed especially in that service uh, service industry you only get paid when you're working and if you only get paid when you're working you're going to want to work as much as you physically can right and you'll you'll never you you won't go away because if you go away that means that that's a week or two weeks where you're not being paid that to me sounds like the exact opposite of freedom, right? Now, the business is supposed to serve you, the owner, right? You're not supposed to become a slave to your business. And that's what so often happens, especially when people first launch their business, when they first go to that self-employed world. So for me, this whole episode is going to be maybe less about building a business completely on your own, and um, but more about creating a business that allows you to build that freedom, Right? It's not going to be all about hiring people and hiring a team, but anyway, look, I'm getting ahead of, I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to dive into, I mean, I'll probably dive into four separate areas that I really want to focus on, right? Focus on for you, the self-employed person, that solopreneur growing your business. So let's dive straight in. Number one, productize your service. And we talked about this in an episode quite early on with Christina Favreau, episode 24, so you'll be able to get that over at uh, level10living.co.uk forward slash 24. And if you can turn your service into a product, and you can, like most people can, then you should. Right, because your service, like put it this way, your service, like your time, will, is going to be the higher cost product, right? Because it requires you, it requires your time. Well, and, and that's only that can only be limited to a certain number of people for, for two reasons. One, the higher investment that it costs, and two, your time, your physical time, right, you can't be, you can't serve everybody at the same time, if it's dependent on you actually giving your time, does that make sense, so if you can productize it, turn it into a product that people, whether it's people can download, or a physical product that they can get, like you're going to be able to serve so many more people, and for a lower investment, and if when it's a lower investment, do you think a lot more people are going to jump on it? You freaking bet! And once you've, once you've got that product, you and you have a marketing funnel built to sell it, it can work almost on autopilot. Yes, like and I, I'm very careful with that term because actually, yes, you're always going to have to create content to drive people into the top of the funnel, but actually taking people through that funnel, getting them to buy the product, can happen almost on autopilot, and that's that's a pretty cool thing. And that's something that will immediately, you know, if you start driving revenue from that service, from that product, I should say, like from that, that's going to create another income stream that you didn't have before. And that's going to start freeing up your time. Right, that's going to start, that's immediately, right, if you can start generating income in that way, that's not dependent on your time, that's huge. Okay, so that's number one, productize your service where you can. And that might not be, one product. There might be several different products, several different things that you can offer within that. So look at your, take a look at the service that you offer. How can you break that down into different products? And if you want to go into more detail, I highly recommend you go back to that previous episode with Christina, episode 24, where we dive into way more detail on that. Number two, increase your rates what often happens is people become self-employed after they left the job right let's they were the doer of the thing in this company and they the company were charging like really high rates and ch- charging their time out and they thought you know what I can do it better than they can and so off they go they think right well I, they see the company making x amount off of their time and they think I can go do that so they quit the job they go set up their own business they go self-employed and often they'll even charge less than they were than their time was being charged out before right because you know and understandably so, like the business you're working for already had that reputation, they already had that credibility, they're able to charge those higher rates. So anyway, they, they go away and they charge less. But the problem with this is when you charge less, all of a sudden you've got to work more time to earn the same amount, right? So like, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What would happen if you doubled your rates? Right, I, I'm, and I'm talking really for people that are already... Um, Relatively busy and kind of hit that sticking point if they don't know how to grow. What would happen if you doubled your rates? Let's say you lost fifty percent of your customers. Let's say they fifty percent left. Well, if you've doubled your rates and only fifty percent of people left, you're now working. You're now earning the same but working half the time. How cool would that be? Immediately you've gained fifty percent of your time back, and you're still making the same amount. And the, the, a lot of people will say, or oh, I've, I've, I charge less because, you know, I'm not well known in the industry or whatever. For me, one of the psychological triggers that comes down to your rates, like, and I, I can't remember where I heard this, but this is a phrase that I always pay attention to. You're either the cheapest or you're the best, right? Unless you're the Walmart or the, uh, Tesco's or whatever, who charge the, the least amount. And that's your, usp like that's your unique thing right then like and people will come to you because you are the cheapest right unless you are the cheapest there's no point being middle because no one like no you people either go because they want to buy the cheapest thing they want the best like not the best sorry they want the cheapest thing that they can get or they want the best and the best is going to be the most expensive and if you if you're anywhere in between that, like that's a that's a nasty place to be. That's a dangerous place to be because people don't like they don't they don't sort of shop in the middle. They either shop for the best or they shop for the cheapest. And so I take a look at your rates. Take a look at what you're charging. Where are you in that bracket? And I I personally do not like doing business at the cheap end of the scale because your margins are just so tight. You have the amount that you have to sell to to generate like good revenue and good profits is just huge. So that's number two, increase your rates. It's going to allow you to get your freedom. It's going to allow you to get your time back. It's going to allow you to serve your clients and customers to a much higher level. And hey, you want to be in the bracket of being the best, not the cheapest. Okay, on to number three. And number three and four are going to kind of tie in together. But let's start with number three, Plan to hire like lots of people when they're in the in business world like they they have a fear of hiring people that like they want to work alone right they weren't employable or they like didn't do well as part of a team or whatever but in their previous company but look if you want to create a business that continues to grow if you want to create a business that continues to service your customers while you're away like or while you're even working on other projects then you're going to need a team right you cannot like grow to the great heights of business on purely on your own and when and i see it all the time when working with individuals there is always a sticking point in their business because there is only so much time one person has right we all have 24 hours in a day and the problem is that lots of people feel that they a, can't they can't afford to hire someone and often they're right because their rates are too low if we go back to point 2 they can't afford to pay someone to, to deliver the service and still make money for the business and for themselves, right? That's point kind of one. Um, and actually, let's dive into that a second. Because look, if you if you think about it, with each customer you 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 service, you have to pay the staff member. You have to pay you. You maybe have to pay like um and you know someone who's doing the admin in your thing. You might have to pay the rent for your office, the insurance. You have to pay for the stock, your marketing, the systems you use in your business. Like the list goes on and on and on. And if you're charging those like low rates, you probably can't afford to bring on someone. So I would like go back to step two, like raise your rates, right? Huge. And let me, I mentioned uh, an admin person in that list. Like look at that position. Hiring an admin assistant is so, 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 so valuable. And let me just break this down into an example. If your service costs £50 an hour, right? That's how much your time is worth every hour that you're doing admin that's costing you 50 pounds because that's what you would be making if you were with a client for that time instead right so that hour that you spend doing admin right that made made you 0 pounds because you weren't servicing a client you weren't working with a client and it cost you 50 pounds of your time so you've just made a like essentially you're making a loss on that time right now so hire an admin at even like 10 pounds an hour whatever you want to ch- like pay And you go work with a client instead, right? That's the simplest thing you could do at that time, right? Hire an admin to do that admin stuff, £10 an hour. You go work with a client, you make £50 on that hour. So you're still making £40 profit where you're making zero before. Does that make sense? And it's like the admin, the admin role is huge. Like I remember within my fitness business, like we literally like doubled the business from like the month before purely because there was someone answering the phones like straight away like you think about it if you're working with a client and the phone rings you obviously don't answer it right or if you do that's we've got other issues here but you that's, you miss that call what happens is they're on google right or whatever they just go to point person number two on the list right and by the time you call them back they either don't answer or they're not interested in the service or worse they've bought your competitor's service or product whatever right Like, and just by having that person there picking up the phone is huge. It means you don't miss those calls. It means you don't miss those leads. It means you're still able to make sales even when you're servicing clients, right? I cannot stress this enough. Like, that that alone will make a huge difference to your business. And look, I'm not talking about planning to have hundreds of staff. Like, it depends on your goals for your business, right? If you plan to take over the world, like, sure, you're going to need a big... Uh, a big business but if look if you're you you've got to remember what i said i said all the time your business is there to serve you whatever your dream lifestyle is that's what you want to go create with your like that's what your business is there to create and it might be that you have one admin staff and someone you know another member of the team actually delivering the service like it can it, you can keep it as small or as big as you like but if you want to create a business that does give you freedom you're going to need to have a team like even freedom for like the point of like being able to take your evenings off Like, and so not spending 7pm till 10pm each evening doing your admin because you're working all day with clients. So let me ask you, what would that team look like? Start thinking about who those people would be, what roles they would fill and go start looking for them. Even if you're not ready right now, by the way, you'll never be ready to take staff on, right? This is one of those things that it's one, you'll never feel in the right place to do it. Uh, yes financially you can make sure that you're in a in a good place to do it and yes you can make sure that your margins are in the right place like make sure that your rates are high enough to support that but from a like from a mental point of view of like that first step of bringing on your first team member is huge and there's one of those things where you probably just need to rip the band-aid off type thing uh, and once you've hired someone like obviously once you've hired someone the next time gets easier and easier and easier and easier etc but like that's that's step three Step three is plan to hire. As I'm saying, I'm saying plan to hire because I'm not necessarily saying you need to hire someone right now. Like if you're not financially in the place to do that, um, that's, you know, but you're not there, but plan to hire. Make sure that your business is set up to be able to hire staff. Let's move on to number four because this kind of ties in and might kind of bridge the gap to, to number three. Number four is stop trying to do everything and as i said this ties in with that last point that plan to hire but bear with me because you know when you're self-employed it's it's not necessarily having to hire someone all like for a full-time role etc right so look i heard this quote once uh, and it went something like this i'm probably going to butcher it but it went something like this entrepreneurship is not about doing absolutely everything to save your business from impending doom entrepreneurship is a lesson in letting go and what, look, if you try and do everything, you're gonna be moving extremely slowly, possibly not even at all, possibly even moving backwards, right? And I get it, there might be something. When you're self-employed, it, the step to hiring someone full-time is a huge, 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 huge step. And and actually, there might be some things that in your business that really don't require a full-time team member, possibly don't even require a part-time team, team member, that, like a designer, for example, right? It, but that doesn't mean... Like, you, you don't need, you know, like you don't necessarily need a full-time designer, but it doesn't mean that you should be trying to do all the design work for your, yourself, especially if you suck at design, right? And, and I see so many people, like, spending, like, going and doing, like, design courses. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, well, if I do this, then I can save a few quid, can't I? I'm like, hang on a minute, you're spending hours and hours and hours of your time watching YouTube videos and stuff trying to figure out how to do design work to save yourself 10 pound on like designing something i'm like this is bonkers right you invest that time into like actually servicing clients or whatever it is rather than actually trying to teach yourself whole new skills it like if you want to learn a new skill great like go do it like make but be intentional about it um don't and don't be doing it just because you want to save a couple of quid in your business right yes there are tools like canva which by the way everyone should be using like i freaking love that it's free um and again, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but like, and that's a brilliant way that you can quickly and easily throw together, like, simple images, and yes, you should definitely all be checking that out, but like, if you want something really nice put together, like, like, don't spend hours on this stuff, go on to Upwork, and get a designer, That find a designer that you like, and, and, and get them to do it, and have them there for any design work that you need, right, there are people on there for, like, ten dollars an hour, yes, there's people on there for, like, hundred dollars an hour but like you can find someone within your budget and if you just need a couple of hours a week or a couple of hours a month like outsource that stuff is a it's going to be better than what you would do and b it's going to be it's going to give you that time back to do other things even things like let's go on to another one even things like uploading content onto social media yes you can be in charge of the content but you don't need to spend the time uploading it to all the various platforms have someone else do that for you Even if that saves you just 30 minutes a day, that's huge. What's that? That's like, you know, if you just did Monday to Friday, that's two and a half hours a week saved that you can invest somewhere else, which is, again, a £10 an hour-like job, right? That's going to give you so much more time back. And look, most people who go self-employed are great at the thing they do, right? But they soon realise that running and growing a business is not just about being great at the thing you do. You need to be great at marketing, at sales, at the finances of the business, etc. And look, you may not need a full-time person doing like marketing. And look, and, and I'm gonna, this is a, I am gonna do a personal, <laughs> personal pitch here. Look, this is where we come in, uh, you know, and I'm so excited to be launching the Marketing Funnels Group, right? Yes, it probably needs a jazzier name, right? <laughs> but it'll do for now. That's how new this is. And I'm, you guys are the first to hear about it. You guys listening. And I'm so excited to tell you about it, right? My goal is to help small businesses. You lot know that. My goal is to make sure that we serve you in the best way possible. And that's why we have launched the Marketing Funnels Group. It's all about building marketing funnels for small businesses, managing their ads, making sure that we're driving new leads, new sales to them. And we've been working with several businesses over the last six months, kind of our beta groups, if you like, making sure that what we've got is like amazing. And now I'm super excited to release it to you guys. And look, if you want some help with your marketing, if you'd like some uh, support with that and you want to drive more leads and sales into your business, then let's have a chat right we're only going to be taking on uh, 10 businesses in this first few weeks no more uh, so if you want to be one of those 10 or you'd like to find out how to become one of those 10 then head on over to the marketingfunnelsgroup.com or if you want to just head on over to the show notes page level10living.co.uk/56 and i'll have a link for you there all you do is just head on over request a call and we'll jump on and see if actually what you know what we're doing is the right for your business. And if we've got a good fit, then yeah, we can look at working together. Anyway, I'm super excited about that. It's a way that we are going to be serving small businesses. I'm super, super, super excited uh, to launch that. So head on over to the marketingfunnelsgroup.com if you need some help with your marketing sides of stuff. I'm driving new leads, driving new sales. Anyway. Back on track. Look, the point of that section, the point of tip number four, stop trying to do everything, is yes, there may not be, um, there may not be the need to hire a full time person for every single role. Not at this point. In the future, sure, right. But where you can outsource things, where you can get like, make sure you've got people who are great at what they do. Like some of the some of the best entrepreneurs in the world. If you look at it, what they're actually incredible at is bringing people on who are just amazing at what they do, right? They bring people on who are experts in marketing. They bring people on who are experts in delivering the product, whatever it is. Like they just find the right people and they put the right people around them which can create and drive a business. And that's what you should be looking at doing. And even with like, even with like software in your business, right? So often I see people like, I'm like, how are you managing your your diary, right? And they've got, like, this ridiculous, like, system that they've put together, a spreadsheet, which sold, like, and they've got, like, three team members. Like, and I'm just like, hang on a minute. How does this even work? How long does this take you to update? And they're like, oh, it takes me hours, right? And they're like, but it saves me the 35 quid that I would be spending on a scheduling system. And I'm just like, come on, like, spend the 35 quid a month, <laughs> right? So, and, and like, you're again, it comes back to what is your time worth, right? Stop spending three hours if like on that thing if you can like outsource it for 35 pound like like do you know what I mean like make sure that you're using your time well stop trying to save a couple of quid here and there but spending hours on trying to figure that out okay so let's summarize let's go back through for those of you who are like you're self-employed you're perhaps working alone right now look my thoughts are you want to create a business that serves you And often, what happens with those self employed people is, and and I've said this at the beginning, is you become almost a slave to your business. You want to create a business that helps you create your dream lifestyle. So, those four tips were number one, productize your service, create a product, uh, digital or physical product, doesn't matter, but one that doesn't require your time to deliver it. Number two, increase your rates. Number three, plan to hire right and that's kind of dependent on number two you got to make sure you got the right rates in place number four stop trying to do everything alone right you're this is if you notice the theme throughout this it's been what is your time worth and that is the key to this right what's your time worth what do you need to charge to bring on the right people and look you're going to drive your business forward once you start leveraging people and your time properly okay I hope you found that useful. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments. So make sure you head on over to the show notes uh, and uh, leave some comments on there. I'd love to interact with you and uh, speak to you. And until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Entrepreneur Playbook podcast. I hope you are loving it. If you'd like to come and hang out with other entrepreneurs, other business owners in our Facebook group, then just head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash playbook. And that'll take you straight to our Facebook group. And if you really want to take your business to that next level, if you want to build an audience of people who absolutely love you, who are raving fans and buy everything that you put out, then you're going to need to get Russell Brunson's new book, Expert Secrets. And you can get a free copy just by going to level10living.co.uk forward slash expert, that's E-X-P-E-R-T, and go and grab your free copy right now. You're going to love it. And if you're loving the show and getting value from it, then what I would love for you to do is head on over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. In fact, whatever you listen on, leave me a rating and review, and that would mean the world to me. So thank you for everyone who does that. And also, make sure that you never miss an episode again. Make sure that you subscribe to the show uh, wherever you are listening to it. And remember, in the words of Marianne Williamson, playing small does not serve the world. And so for me, that means leveling up in all areas of our lives. All the best.